Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of not just Dads and Gaming, but also the Glock Night Show. Tonight, it's me and Octane. Goldie is uh, MIA. I'm not gonna put his, you know, not gonna put his personal business out there like that, but he uh, he's a little little preoccupied, <laughs> you know. So, but we will get him back when uh, he is available. Oh, yeah. So it's been a little while. Number one, it's been a little while. Yeah, uh, definitely has. I think we, the holidays and everything. Everyone's been a little busy. Yeah, 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 it's either uh one of us is available or or one of the others available or whatnot. So uh glad to glad to get together and chat again. Oh yeah. So what have you been up to since the last time we talked? Oh man. Um nothing too too crazy, uh to be honest with you. I mean, um you know, uh things have kind of settled down uh on the crypto front, uh just with the, the market and everything like that. So it's kind of been uh I've still been grinding it though. Um, so still putting out multiple videos a week. Um, uh, so that's kind of been mostly what I've been up to. Um, outside of that, going down some additional ventures in order to bring in some additional revenue to replace what you know is kind of missing there. So uh, launching a t-shirt branded store, kind of like a fun idea. Like um, everybody has their favorite graphics card, right? So uh, I'm launching a store that is not necessarily under my brand, um, but uh, it will, I had, I hired a designer to design 68 different designs Ooh. and it's sev 17 uh, total that will release every quarter next year. So you're going to have your seasons, you know, like collections, you know, kind of create some supply and demand. And uh, it is one of every founder's edition of graphics cards. Now these are really targeted towards like, gpu miners and, and stuff like that but the whole thought is like everybody has their favorite right like the card they always loved so i had these simplistic designs made up hired a designer they worked on them last year or this past this year over the last several months and uh yeah i had 68 designed uh so i'm going to release 17 a quarter um and then once the next quarter releases the other ones will go away so okay. it's kind of like a like a deal so that that's been fun but taking up a lot of my time um so i'm eager to i'm going to launch that january 1st and then i'm going to start offering some uh consulting services or pretty much you could just pay for uh an, a half hour or an hour of my time um it's a common thing with some larger content creators in the crypto mining and gpu mining space so um that's another endeavor i'm going to be kicking off early next year um and people can go on a website i'm building you can schedule time and you can pay and uh yeah just to bring in some additional income and stuff like that uh and it's, it's a big deal amongst uh that scene so yeah that's kind of been all i've been up to other than that just getting over a sinus infection and uh ooh, you know doing ooh. life i had one of those yep. last years by far uh, oh, dude, you just browse the ptsd when you said sinus infection mm -hmm. That was, last yep. year, last year when I got COVID, I don't know if I ever told this story. I've never had a sinus infection in my entire life, oh, and so COVID wasn't too bad. You know, I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I think I told you the story. I basically just slept the whole thing off. But about yeah. a week later, the worst part is I had tooth pain. I was like, "Why does my tooth hurt?" Number one, that's a crown. Uh, that's a crown. Yeah. There's no nerves in that tooth. It was the sinus <laughs> pressure pushing down on on my on my yep. upper, upper jaw. I went to the dentist. Yep. She's like, uh, "There's nothing wrong with your tooth, dude." Dude, yeah. like literally, that was by far. Like I've always said, like I don't, you know, when it comes to being sick, I don't mind like runny noses or anything like that. I, don't, I just don't like sore throats. Nope, I never want a sinus infection again in my life. Those things are absolutely horrible. Yeah, the uh, when I first got it about a week ago, it felt like what I did when I had COVID, which was like my head hurt so bad that like nothing I could take would make it feel better, mm -hmm. and like, literally I would put ice packs on my head. And it felt better with that in a brain freeze than the sinus infection. Um, like, cause I was trying everything. Um, and uh, I ended up doing a lot of like uh, the neti pot was never a big one on that, but this is what it felt like a week ago. It felt exactly like that when I had COVID. So like I actually took a COVID test cause I was like, this is felt, this is exactly what it felt like. Um, but fast forward, uh, I actually was at the doctors this morning to get antibiotics because like my lymph nodes are a little swollen and my jaw hurts kind of like what you're talking about, like your teeth yeah. hurt a little bit as it like slowly comes from like your head down mm -hmm. into your chest. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm on the tail end of it. But uh, last night when when my lymph nodes were like hurting and stuff and swollen, I was like, I should probably just get some medicine because I, I never like I always tell my wife, I'm like, I don't have time for this. Like, I don't have time to be sick. Like mm -hmm. I have too much going on. 
I have work, I have content, I have stuff to work on. It's like, that's not in my schedule to be sick. So uh, antibiotics, we're on a five day antibiotic dealio now. So uh, hopefully on the tail end of it. But what about you? Uh, how you been recently? What's been the latest and greatest, dude? I mean, last time I talked to you, you were like this big, there was me, you and Goldie. And you were talking about like, hey, like, I don't know, you know, like, don't know what's going on. Like, there's just, everything was up in the air with you all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> what can I say? What can I say? What can you, what can, what can you disclose what can since disclose? then? Because, okay, or what so, have you been up to since okay, then? Okay, so first off, all, you know, all I'm going to bring up is, um, yeah. you know, we've had some things, you know, take minor setbacks and stuff like that. So, okay. Got uh, it. I, right now, I basically decided, um, I actually just two weeks ago, uh, went back down to Texas and drove my car back. Um, oh wow! Okay. Yeah, you know, you know, nothing's nothing's wrong. You know, it's not I'm quitting or I'm fired or anything like that. It's just, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, this the time away from the family and stuff like that. I basically decided I'm not going to do it. Uh, okay. You know, especially during the holidays and all this other stuff. So yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I I just went down to the apartment and, and I threw my computers and stuff in in the car and drove the car yeah. back because I know I'm I know I already had a conversation with with uh, my boss when I was down there was I'm not going to be okay. back until after the new year anyways. Okay. Um, because you know, so I was basically here for Thanksgiving. I didn't have my computer yep. or anything like that, and I was, you know, bored. Cool. So I basically decided, you know what? Because we already talked about staying home through the new year. I'm like, well, I want my computer and stuff, you know? Yeah, so yeah. I decided to hop on a flight, go back there, and just throw my computer, my computer and some of my streaming, like my GoXLR and stuff in the car. Drove 26 hours back. Did not hit a deer this time, by the way. Um, and then basically, I wasn't gonna yeah. say it. Yeah, no, no, trust me. My, my, well, my dad decided to go with me again, and I was like, "Oh my word!" I was like, "What?" Well, he, yeah, it's, the problem is, and I get this. I, I totally get this because my dad knows how I am. I'm not the person that when I'm driving, I will personally like if I if I feel tired, I will stop. But some, okay. sometimes people don't think they're tired than they do fall asleep. And it's a 26 hour yeah, drive, yeah. and basically, my dad doesn't doesn't trust me to stop. Um, okay, so it. he was like, yeah, I'm going to go with you. I got the, yeah, I got the day off, whatever already. So okay. he, he flew down there with me. We threw the computer, Very you cool. know, left, left at like four in the morning and then got, you know, gained two hours coming back here. So we got here at about six in the morning or something like that. And then, okay. um, and, uh, yeah, he, he, uh, we were sitting there and, uh, you know, driving and, you know, I told him, I was like, no, you're not going to be allowed to drive through Texas. He's like, why not? And I was like, cause last time you hit a deer on this road. Yeah, and then of course my mom texts him and says, "Don't hit a deer." And he goes, "I hate all you guys. <laughs> He's never gonna live it down." So you never yeah. live it down. Nope. Yeah. So yeah. So basically, that's that's kind of where we're at. Where because most most of my job is you know done from home anyways. So yeah. uh, so until yeah, we get until understand. until we get some more things rolling, uh, obviously timing was kind honestly kind of bad. Uh, until yeah. we get some more things going, I'm gonna be working from from home in California. But uh, right. you know, it was just one of those things where it's like. I don't know. You you see now. Here's the thing. As a as a parent, you get it. Where it's like, dude. Yeah. I mean, the fact the you know the fact that I'm away for this long is it's 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 killer, dude. Like it's oh yeah. It takes yeah. a it takes a toll on you. Like you know, obviously my wife's cool. You know, she's cool with it. You know, she's all right. She understands it's work. But at the same time, it's like, dude, it's lonely. Like he really like people don't understand. It's lonely. Yeah, I Pe think if you have a target like date, like a uh, like a end zone. Yeah. It makes it easier, but when it's limbo, that's yeah. when, like it drives me nuts. Well, and know that's know kind I mean? of where it came up. Like we were going out, you know, we were going out looking at houses and then this and that, and then yeah, just certain, you know, we had to wait for certain things, and then it was like, okay, well now it's the end of the year, it's the holidays. I don't see anything happening for at least like the next two two months now, because of the, yep. the, the 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 deals we have going on and like with work. Mm. So it's like okay. we got to finish this first, anyways, and with that stuff. I know what my job is and I know that I don't have to be down there for that. I don't have to be in person to get this done. So okay, that's basically, I basically was like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to California for a little bit. Anything you need, just hit me up. I got my computer, got all the files I need. Let's go. And, and he was cool with it. You know, it was the best part. You know, it was like, cool. it's like, it was not like it was an issue. He's like, no, go ahead. I get it, dude. You know, you know, family, this family, that. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Wow, so, okay. so that's, that's kind of where we're at. You know, Still employed, okay. but just yeah. you know, no, not, not quite moving yet. And the thing is, well, okay, let me explain one thing, too. People don't realize, so like, when you're looking at a house, yes, okay, I could totally sell my house in California and basically pay off any house I want. 
I don't want to sell my house. I want to mm-hmm. keep it as an extra source of income. Got it. Okay. He's pay- yep. he's paying for my apartment down there, so I'm not paying. I'm not paying for for the apartment and my house. And on top of that, people don't realize how high interest rates are. Oh, it's yeah. Like, like, dude, you yep. like even in, dude even down there in Texas, you still have like the same interest rates. Like, dude, I'm not I'm not yeah. I'm not paying between six and nine percent for a freaking mortgage. Ain't gonna happen. So yeah, it's, it's yeah, a bad time. It's a bad uh, time yeah, oh yeah. With 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 all this inflation, and all this other stuff, like on top of what we got going on with work, it's like, dude, this is such a bad timing to you know even think about moving, moving. So Ugh. we're we're basically comfortable back at home. Uh, the only difference okay. is my commute is from my bedroom to my computer. <laughs> oh, I know how that is. It's, I've been doing yeah, that for the last, oh, like, yeah, two, three years. So now. so nice, dude. I love it. <laughs> like you know. It's like, oh, I got, oh yeah. man, I gotta go to work. Ugh, grab some coffee, walk in the other room. Bye, guys. <laughs> so somebody's got to do it. So I totally understand. Mm-hmm. So that that's pretty sweet, though. Well, it's good. I mean, glad there's some clarity uh, amongst all the chaos that you have going on. Yeah, there, just, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. The only thing I can't talk about is what we got going on with work, because you know, sure, NDAs and, and all that other stuff. So yeah. What is that? What are you talking about? Uh, no, see, these, these are real NDAs, not like high res NDAs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like these are like you getting some serious trouble. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he told me off stream. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh, cool. Anyway, so cool. So there's been there's been a topic that you and me have been talking about in DMs for a while, and the best part was that we did not jump the gun and talk about it. For the sheer, yeah. for the sheer fact of, um, uh, so, uh, more has come out since we originally talked about it. Is the mm-hmm. Twitter files that Elon Musk has been, um, has been, yeah. uh, you know, uh, releasing? I guess I, you know, I, I can't remember who he's have releasing. But I don't know if they're Twitter employees or so he what. He has a handful of independent journalists that are releasing them uh, on Twitter um and a little bit at a time and uh through the whole twitter um kind of layout instead of just like traditional articles um and uh yeah it's been nutty i mean i guess i guess i'll get your thoughts on it from uh, a high level so like a fifty thousand foot level versus super granular because i think we're on i think they released the sixth iteration of them today so i have just- yeah i have the i have a little summary pulled up here the first part okay. Yeah, see, the, so the first one he released when you and me first were like, "Yo, we gotta do a podcast about this." <laughs> that was focusing yeah, on the hunter, the, the hunter Biden laptop, and then yeah, part yeah. two that they released was the highlights of how Twitter used tools to lower the visibility of some accounts, so shadow banning. Um, mm-hmm. And then part three was centers of Twitter's decision to remove Trump from the platform after January six. Uh, part four was the, uh, it added details about the Twitter's removal of Trump. Part five was provided more information about Twitter's decision on banning Trump. So it's just been a bunch of file dumps and emails released. But the thing, but the thing that I think the, the I still think part one was by far the most revealing one. Uh, person yeah. like the Hunter Biden laptop. Because also, if you go through this list, you talk about the shadow banning, you talk about the whole removing Trump off of Twitter, you, you Hunter Biden laptop. This is all stuff that we were told and promised and told we were stupid if you believe that it was true. And then here, yeah. and they didn't just put out these claims. They put out actual, because people don't realize if you work for a company and you're on their servers and you're using a company email, they have access to every single one of your emails. Yeah, and, exactly. It's funny. It's a funny story you say that. So like um, when I, a few years ago, a guy at the company that I worked for, um, I had HR actually approach me because they were, and I oversee tech for the entire company, a very uh, larger company. And uh HR had approached me and some employees had brought up the fact of like, hey, there's like, like this the one VP, he was like the highest guy next to our president, I think his title was like senior VP of ops or something. And like, for some reason, they had a bazillion departments rolling up to him, not to make the story too long. Anyways, they approached me to say, hey, like, this is what people are reporting. Like, he knows things from people's emails. Yeah. And like, how is he getting it? Long story short, he was reading people's emails like giving himself access because he had the ability to and then reading people's emails and then trying to cut them off within the company before they could move forward on some of these initiatives 
And so I ended up working with Microsoft really? to get audit trails through our system because I didn't want to be independent on my findings. I wanted like Microsoft to back them so that it wasn't like all on me. And uh, we ended up firing him. He was the highest person in the company next to the president. And we ended up firing him. But like, yeah, we had, just like you're saying, we had access to all of this. <laughs> yeah, you could literally, you can go on there and see anything you guys are sending. And that's why like, yep. There, there's just there's things you don't say or do on your company email and yep. so part of the things they were releasing was you know about not only was it other twitter employees saying we need to remove the story blah, blah blah it was actual people from the democratic party basically they were working with supposedly you know supposedly they were saying people from like joe biden's um I want to say camp, not camp. Um, no, it was his, his, uh, it was part of the, his um, election campaign group. Campaign uh, group, yeah, his campaign group yep. was getting it, was getting them to remove it. And it was like, dude, that is, that is highly, like highly, you know, I don't, I don't want to say illegal, but it's, it's, just, it's suppression of uh, actual news stories and basically interfering with elections because you suppress that information sure. to the voters, you know, and yeah, yeah. It doesn't, you know, and then the fact that, you know, for the longest time, people have always said whenever you brought the Hunter Biden laptop to story that they're not true, this and that, blah, blah. Well, here here you are. You have evidence now that it is true. It did happen and it was suppressed. And the best part, you know, the best part is every time they get that chick on there, the, the, the press secretary, the press secretary (laughs) is like, like, nope, 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 didn't didn't happen. Nope. Didn't happen. It's like, uh, well. That 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 current uh, administration is very much of the thought pattern of like if I keep saying it's not real, then that'll make it it'll make it not real. Like, they just like repeat themselves over and over again. It's so painful. It's it uh, it's one of those things where uh, like we live in a soundbite society now where only people only care about soundbites. So when you, you you ask them a question about it, they say oh that's not true it didn't happen you just believe it. You know people just hear yeah, the yeah, soundbite. Yeah. Yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, it's. I'm well, trying to yeah, find. Think, I'm trying to find no, some more of this story. So I think, no, it's fine. So I think some of the challenges are like one of the things. Like I've really, uh, I was really in tuned into it. Um, I'd say the first like few days of it and kind of following along with it and stuff like that. Um, because I found it really interesting and it also is like, I always tell people like this is like House of Cards level. Like, this is like, like, seriously, it's like, I love the House of Cards. Did you ever watch House of Cards? Yeah, you'd be talking about it all the time. I never finished it. I finished it the first season. Uh, Well, no, now, hey, you know what's funny? Now that I'm home, I have time to actually sit sit down and watch. I I ran out of shows to watch. So, actually, House of Cards Uh, is on my list. House of Cards. This is literally House of Cards level stuff. Like, this is... Like you watch House of Cards and then you go and this is just like real life House of Cards. Like if this stuff really interests you, like just like stuff that you never think would happen, like holy cow, like what? That is the entire TV show of House of Cards. Like the entire TV show is like that. Um, And so it's definitely worth watching in that regard. But some of these things that are occurring that you're reading and you're just like, wait, what? Like, is that real? Like, what are we talking about here? Um... And this is definitely one of those scenarios that you look at. And so it's like, I've really found it interesting, but at the same time, it's also, it's, it's, it's frustrating because we literally have people, even though these things are coming out, like the way that the left is handling this is to ignore it. Yeah, that's it. All right, we're just going to ignore it. We're giving it zero attention. And that goes through every political part, every political uh, member, up through mainstream media that lean to the left. But then you have to the right, and the right is like, you know, uh, most of the people on the right are are like ready to go to war on this type of deal. And then you have like the only news stations like Fox News that is calling out these other news stations and being like, if this was flipped and the majority of Twitter was Republican leaning, to the right and the majority of their donations were republican based and the reason i say that is because if you guys didn't hear in the twitter files it was like 97 percent of all donations political donations at twitter were democratic and most of these issues were most of these situations were within the democratic party or uh politicians on the democratic side so it's like 
it's not getting the attention it deserves without a doubt i mean if this was seriously this the 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 tides were turned i mean go back three years ago like four years ago it's like if the tides were turned nancy pelosi would literally be out in the streets like uh, yeah. to cause like like burning down buildings in order to try to get someone to be uh crucified like well that is what that party would be doing right now well that's like i originally said i originally said about the whole uh hunter biden laptop story was imagine if this was donald trump jr imagine yep. that imagine if he was out there on you know you found videos and pictures of him smoking weed or pot yep. or crack whatever hunter biden was all, all of the above and you yeah. know and then there's you know photos of him with prostitutes and all this other stuff uh you think that they would have you know not used that against them and would have been all over it to say oh you know to say you know talk about donald trump being a parent and this and that i was like if, right. if, if the shoe was on the other foot you know you you yeah. literally you would have used that the entire time but with hunter biden you know, it, it, there's so much evidence against him. They have the receipt from the place that they got the laptop from. They got so much different stuff. And then now I don't want to get this wrong. Uh, do you remember the original um, news? And uh, was it the Washington Post or something like that is the first one that shared it on Twitter and they actually suspended their it was, account. Uh, the New York, I thought it was the was New York it, Times. Uh, well, it was either. Yeah, it, I mean, it might be the New York Times. I'm not entirely sure. But, but one of them posted it. And then they were suspended, yep. and the only way they can get access back to their account was to delete the tweet, and then they would get access yep. back. So yep. it, it's funny how here we are uh, with El with Elon Musk now on there, and you got all these Democrats complaining about uh, the recent thing he did about uh, you know the whole new doxing policy where you can't share live updates of people. Um, yeah, location. Yeah, location. Yeah, like live updates. Stuff like that. Well, like, he, like yeah. he, the guy. Well, because the guy, the uh, what was it? The guy that like shares the um, the location of his his jet. Uh, his jet. Yeah. Well, and you know what? And he basically said it's it's not wrong to share like past tense location of it, but when you're sharing like the live location, like oh, it just landed here, blah blah blah, and then you have people showing up to basically harass you. Like, yeah, sure. that's, you know, I'm sorry. I, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle you fall on. That is a safety risk for multiple, you know, like you see how many people are pissed off at Elon Musk right now. And then you got, you know, this dude out here sharing his location wherever he's at. And then he even had, they even had somebody uh, show up, you know, the other day at his like, where I think it was at a hotel or whatever. And then a guy was waiting at the hotel screaming and yelling at him because he, he was basically following him through the account. Um, yeah. you know, but yeah. now, now Democrats are complaining that, oh, so much for free speech and this and that, you know, you're banning journalists and all this other stuff. It's like, you know, there's, it's, it's deflection. It's pure deflection. It, yeah. Like that, that's what's occurring right now. It's like, wait, why aren't we talking about the fact of like, you know, as we talked about election corruption and influence and, um, you know, they're like, well, th there's nothing to talk about there. The election's over. We've moved on. Like they just literally do anything to divert attention away. And that's what drives me insane. It's like I can't stand listening to these people because they literally don't talk about it. Like I've been listening a lot to the um, to the FTX hearing that's going on right now uh, with everything there. And it drives me insane how much politicians and this just goes both sides of the aisle but uh it's mostly leaning left that literally are putting cryptocurrency on trial and they we've there's been a few republicans that have come out and be like hello cryptocurrency is not on trial here why are we deflecting well we're deflecting because guess where ftx donated all this money to democratic positions 41 million to Biden's administration alone. And so what the Democratic Party is so good at doing is deflecting. And that's what they're doing exactly with the whole Twitter files is they're just like, we need to find things that um, are unrelated to point attention away from this. I'm like, why is there not a congressional hearing going on right now that's televised on this? Like, this is insanity. Like, there literally should be politicians being arrested for the fact of what they what they did with Twitter. Uh, but the challenge is, is that no one's saying it's like criminal. Like it's not coming out that like, no, this is criminal. You can't go ahead and do this. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the issue. Like there's nothing out there that says, well, if you're in a position of power, there's no reason you can't reach out to like Twitter and ask them to take something down. It's, it's unfortunate that Twitter has just been so used to, yep, no problem. We'll take care of it. We're on it, as I guess what they would say. We're yeah. taken care of or whatever.
and that's that's just the the pure insanity of it all is like all these things are coming out of just all these politicians all politicians that were involved and it's just crazy like it's I don't know. I think I think it's lost a little bit of its its craziness. I don't know if you felt the same way about like, the uh, it, the Twitter files. Yeah, yeah. So the reason I think it lost because people have been talking about like the way the way that they've been doing it uh, was one of the biggest complaints of how they do it in a Twitter thread rather than just yep. rather than just dumping it all and then they keep doing it like on a Saturday. They were doing a couple of them like, mm. on a Saturday at like six o'clock during like. So like somebody's biggest complaint was like it was during like a UFC event, and then also that you had like college football, so people weren't paying attention. Um, and then it's like you have to wait for them to live update instead of just posting a whole tweet thread and have it all ready. They're like releasing it in like in you know one at a time, and you have to sit there and keep refreshing the page. It's like okay, I Got get it. that. So a lot of people haven't really been paying attention for that for that reason. I know that, or I know that's what a lot of people's complaints were. But yeah, I can see that. Uh, I wonder if they're going to come out at the end and release it as like a whole like dealio. Well, I think personally what I think it is. Th 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 this is this is my own personal uh, okay. because they get so much interaction with each individual tweet. Because if you if you, sure. if you look at Elon Musk's um, like Twitter and he starts talking about how like, oh, like to this morning he wrote or he wrote Twitter is on fire right now. Um, yeah, like highest amount of active actual humans. Yeah, and so so yeah. and then so since each individual tweet that is made, um, you know, gets interaction, it probably skyrockets how much that do you know they uh you know how much interaction they're getting. So it's making Twitter look even better because I noticed like the day or yeah. two after they release these, Twitter's you know you you know, stuff is like you know absolutely you know through the roof. So, yeah. Because yeah, I, mean, I don't care what anybody says. Elon Musk is a smart dude. Like he he knows what he's doing. And dude, he I kudos to him because like just coming in and like dropping this bomb, I think is amazing. Oh yeah, like, I, yeah. I love it. Like oh, I love it. Oh um, dude, I love. Just, like he just got into yeah. it again with AOC. It was freaking hilarious. I don't know if you oh, saw, I saw that. that. I saw that. So <laughs> it was so good, dude. Like he absolutely yeah. he's he's you know you know again well just like you know because his biggest thing right now is working to get all the bots off. You know, yep. get all the bots off, and then um, you know he, he's releasing all the stuff that Twitter was doing, and basically a lot of transparency, which I, I agree with. Now there is some things I I, I have I, I did criticize him. I did I did a podcast on on, on my podcast about uh, what what the f is wrong with Kanye West right now. Yes, yes, uh, yes. Now you know my thing was, and I made this comment was I don't think as stupid as the tweets that Kanye West made, I don't think they warranted a suspension. Uh, when you're when you're talking about when you're talking about free speech and stuff like that, like yes, you know, in reality, like we've talked about this before, where you know, just because you don't you know you don't like it doesn't mean that it's you know even in reality, free speech, hate speech, unless you're actually calling for violence against somebody, it's really not, um, uh, you know, it's still free speech. Well, Kanye West was putting that or was on that uh, what was it, Alex Jones podcast saying, I like Hitler. There's a lot of great things about Hitler. It's like, dude, shut. <laughs> um, bro, like stop you know yeah. and but then he started posting stuff on twitter uh where like he wanted to make his campaign his campaign logo the star of david and inside the star of david is the the, uh, the swastika basically oh, yeah, yeah yeah basically basically trying to say like yo i love everybody and all that stuff like okay i get what you're trying to say bro but you're like you you went to the like the farthest the extreme, like approach, like yeah. if there if there's one man in the history of the world that I think every single person can basically agree they don't like is Hitler, and well, you yeah, you have to sit there and go, you know you have to sit there and basically be like Hitler did some great things and then like wait I started looking into him like well uh, the stuff that he said that Hitler made or helped invent I'm like that, no that wasn't him. You know, now, I mean, I, you know, obviously the man was smart enough to get all these millions of people to follow him. He was yeah. very good at persuasion. Apparently I was like, but you can't sit there and go on somebody's podcast and constantly be like, I like Nazis. I like Hitler. Uh, it's, you know, and then, so, yeah. but, but, you know, but I made the comment. I was like, I disagree with him being banned on Twitter um, over the whole thing. Cause he didn't say he sure, didn't, he didn't sure. like it. He didn't like another group of people. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, he, he does need mental help, though. He really, oh my gosh, I don't know if you've actually seen any, any of the stuff from this guy recently. I, I have not, I have not. I mean, it's always like Dude. he's one of those individuals where it's like I, I enjoy listening to people that like I feel like I can get something from, 
there's nothing I think that I can learn from him or that is of value. So I'm but, like, no, I'm good. Well, you know what's so crazy about that too is uh, I grew up when Kanye West started blowing up, and I listened to a yeah, lot of his sure. music. When he's, in my personal opinion, he's one of the greatest hip hop artists. You know, <laughs> at least he's probably gonna make most people's top ten list. Well, until like last week, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, he, he 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 is extremely talented, and and you know, but to see him. Where he's at now, and I, I actually agree with some of these people where they said that they need to keep him off of, uh, stop bringing him on your podcast. Because you're giving this guy a platform and you're literally giving somebody that's having a mental breakdown a platform. And it's honestly sad, kind of sad to watch, you know, because the things he's saying, it's almost like he's trying to piss people off just for the attention. And it's almost like a cry for help. And then uh, Elon Musk actually made a comment about that when he reached out to him. Um, about the suspension and stuff like that. It's like you're trying to get a rise out of people and you have other things obviously going on. And he, um, you know, he basically didn't even acknowledge it or anything. He just, ba he, he just basically tweeted a picture of Elon Musk shirtless or something like that. And, uh, and basically uh, shortly after he was, I don't know if he was suspended or banned because I don't like how Twitter uses the, uh, the word suspension. When it's a, when it's an actual uh, ban, they usually call it like a permanent suspension. I'm like, it shouldn't be. It's kind of confusing. So I don't know if his was temporary or permanent, but yeah, I don't think you can permanently ban. Like I thought that was something that Elon did, where like you can't ban someone inevitably. The only, I think. Well, then the only person that he yeah the well the only yeah. the only person that he said he's not bringing back. You know, it's, it's you know personal vendetta. My, in my opinion, but the other one I disagree with was was actually Alex Jones. Um, uh, okay. I mean, look, okay. you, know, you know, it's like you may not like the way that he, what he thinks, or the thing, you know, the conspiracy sure, theories sure. he's into, uh, but that's his right to to yeah, say um, And I, so when, when he when he went on there was like, no, I'm not bringing him back, and he 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 made it personal talking about his his daughter that died and stuff like that. Oh, um, okay. You know, it's like okay, Elon. Now, now you're you're making uh, you know, keep, money in the waters. Yeah, yeah, you're you're making it personal, which is what what you're not supposed to be doing. <laughs> you know that. Yeah. You know, so there, again, there's things that Elon Musk has done that I don't agree with because people are like, oh, I thought you liked that Elon Musk you know bought Twitter. I was like, I do. It's, I think it's a much better place since he bought it, but I yeah, I can still yeah. disagree with some of the things that he does. You know. Yeah. Now I'm I'm surprised. Yeah, it's been. I mean, I think it's healthy. I think the challenge is, is like, okay, what comes from this? Like, there's so much going on right now, politically wise, that I think is is being put out there to to muddy things up. Like, and I'm I'm always the guy that's like, um, you know, uh, coincidence uh, doesn't happen. And like, so the same time period, you know, as all of this is going down, um, you know, you have this whole FTX thing, which is pretty big deal. Now, it's like it's something it's something to steer things away. Can you explain but, that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Because so because I, I haven't I haven't had time yeah. to look into it, and people have asked sure. me, and I I don't sure. know exactly what's going on. So here here's the high level. Okay, here's the high level. You're talking to to someone who knows nothing about it. So, um, FTX is a uh, was a uh, crypto exchange. Okay. Great. So um, it was an exchange that came out um, and it was taking people's money and then it was you could buy their FTT tokens, which was like their own crypto, kind of like if Robinhood had their own crypto. Think of it yeah. like that. OK. And then what they were doing, though, was then taking that money and they were funneling it down to this guy, Sam Bankman-Fried's girlfriend's. Um, like it, it was a sub company pretty much like it was separate company, but pretty much they were all in one, um, uh, and because, uh, it's like our media or something like that. And then they were going ahead and, uh, quote, investing it. Okay. So everybody thought they were just dumping their money in and you were getting into this FTT token and no one was selling it, you know, it was like the opportunity stuff. Great. Well, it ended up being like billions of dollars. Like mm -hmm. there's a 50, it was like $50 billion, whatever. And they literally were just blowing money left and right. Um, to the point where, like, as I said, they donated $41 million to Biden's administration and a whole bunch of other groups, other politicians literally were paid outright. Um, and all of that's coming to light to be like, well, this person was paid this much. This person was paid this much. And pretty much all those people were paid to, 
allow them to pretty much FTX to kind of get away with or, or not get away with, but um, put regulations in place for them to kind of move that needle faster so that they could progress faster and stuff like that. Mm. So then how everything came to light, which I think all of it is like too good to be true. Like I always look at things and I'm like, wait, what else is going on in the world at that exact time? And oh, what are the chances that the that the uh, public needs something else to focus on other than the Twitter files? And uh, so leading up to about the last 10 days before everything went down, um, FTX was having issues getting kind of their, their foot in the door in other countries. Um, and so Sam Bankman-Fried, who, who um, uh, was the CEO, came up with FTX, was chatting with uh, a, a gentleman named CZ. He oversees Binance, which is one of the largest. Uh, they're like the top two. I know Binance. Find biggest ones out there. Um, but I think, but so, anyways, they were chatting back and forth, and um, <clears throat> they came to an agreement that I forget what percentage uh, of shares that Binance would end up buying out in order to help usher FTX in the door and these other regulations they needed in other countries. Some big amount, it was like 20% or something stupid. So, so Binance uh, went ahead and did this uh, deal. They took, I forget how many, it was like $3 billion or something like that. Um, so Binance made out good, right? Well, mm -hmm. they didn't end up doing their end of the bargain. They did nothing. They just said, screw you, FTX. We're not, we're not holding up our end of the bargain. <laughs> but now we own 20% of your company. Like, this is, like, like, this is crazy stuff. So then FTX turned around and was like, well, we'll buy them back. And uh, Binance was like, sure, but I'm going to take it from 5 billion to 30 billion. And so FTX pretty much emptied their bank accounts to pay off, pay back to try to get that ownership. And at that point, what the CZ character did on Twitter was he ended up uh, posting on Twitter that they were buying out, that Binance was buying out FTX. So like on the opposite side of things, he's creating this like natural sell off that was occurring and it just decimated the company instantly because it went from like, so they pretty much have no cash flow. All that money's gone, which pretty much all went to Binance. And at the same time, people went to go cash out their shares with everything going on and they they froze all the accounts because they're, they didn't have the money to cover the cash out. Oh my gosh. And then we find out that like FTX literally has like a handful of employees that, that were handling a $50 billion company and they didn't have an HR department. They didn't have a compliance department. They didn't have a legal department. It was just a bunch of like 20 year olds, 10 of them running this entire company pretty much. So basically, so, so basically what it sounds like is the whole thing was pretty much a scam. Almost. Yes, pretty, exactly, exactly. Yeah, because uh, Sam Brackman Freed's entire mentality state was like, I'm going to make the world a better place. And so his goal was to like pay using that money to change the world. He was using other people's money to do it. It was an entire crazy debacle. So now what's occurred is, you know, oh, all, you know, um, all of this has gone in front of, there's all these hearings going on every day. And it's a complete joke. Like, uh, I forget the one actor from the OC. They, he got invited as a, like a witness, like a guest um, witness testimonial um, amongst like these like two like individuals that have been researching crypto for years. And then um, they also had Kevin Leary up there as well. But it, it's just they have these hearings going on and it literally is like nothing. Half of it's not to do with FTX at all. It's just like, should we ban crypto? And it's like, wait, what does that have to do with FTX and the scam and the fraud? There's nothing. Like, yeah. So like, there's just literally these, 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 uh, these people going up, but like, it all comes together. So like, we're trying to tie this back to Twitter files. It all comes together because like, those of you guys that don't know, the US government is trying to get rid of crypto and trying to release their own CBDC. So their own digital asset. This is exactly what China did. China banned crypto and they came out with their own crypto. And and then they uh, then like the whole theory is then you dissolve the US dollar because it's not worth anything because we've put ourselves into debt so much. So like, but that also gives you the ability to control then the whole social score with mm -hmm. everything going over in China. And so it's like, this is the stepping stone to that. And put on your tinfoil hats, 
not put them on but like all of this is tied together regarding the fact of like all of this where, where it's like wait they're trying to make legislation around getting rid of crypto or trying to control it and the whole point of crypto is to not be controlled like yeah. it's a global crypto cryptos uh, cryptocurrency for a reason so like i don't know i just think all of this is too good to be true at the exact same time that literally there is so much fuel for the fire over on the twitter file side that it's like we're just i feel like the mutter the water's just getting muddied in order to uh what the democratic party is good at is just going ahead and diverting attention uh, you know, I've been saying for a long time is like I'm not super huge in the crypto, but I've also I've also been working. You know, you know, I've, sure. I've told you about it with a little bit. It's a little different, yep. but yep. You obviously know the U.S. government does not like cryptocurrency. Nope, they can't control it. They, they can't it, tax it. Nope. They can't regulate it. Well, and he, and exactly. now, now here here's what I'm, I'm going to ask you because you you probably know this more than more than me. Now on your tax forms, they ask you to say yep. what what you made in crypto last year. Something along those lines. Yeah, it's it, a little wonky, but not exactly that. But, but yeah. Now I've heard, and I haven't, I haven't, I haven't got to this state, to this state. But mm -hmm. pe people keep saying that you don't have to claim what you made on crypto, because they Correct. can't, they can't tax you on it, but they want to know. Correct. So, so here, here's how that works. Um, so, the U.S. government, of course, wants to know about everything, not because they need to, but because they want to tax everything. So, like. Um, Think about gold. This is what I tell people, for example, with taxes on gold. Think of it. You go in your backyard, Glock, and you start digging, and you dig up a nugget of gold. The U.S. government wants you to claim that and pay taxes on that nugget of gold. Then, 20 years later, you sell it. They want you to pay taxes on it again, regardless if the value went up or down. How in God's name does that make sense in any way? I the U.S. Agree. government... They made no effort, was not involved in any way, shape, or form for you mining that gold in your backyard. There's no reason they need to know about it. So when it comes to cryptocurrency, the challenge is, is, is that, the, that the government can't track crypto. So like you mine something, they can't track it. But how they do track it or how they want to track it, they still don't know what the hell they're doing, is they want you that if you go out and mine crypto, they want you to like register that i mined this crypto on this date and then they want you to then uh when you go and sell it they want you to report it there so they want to double tax you they want to treat crypto like gold and yeah. it's like wait but the price like okay fine let's say i'm i i buy a bitcoin for seventy thousand dollars and then i go and sell it for seventeen thousand, but i paid taxes on the seventy thousand. is the u.s government going to reimburse me for the loss when I sell it at 17,000? The answer is no. That's how taxes don't work with crypto. It doesn't work. So legally, the, the way that it's supposed to be done is um, you take your crypto, because the only way to get crypto to a US dollar is through an exchange that, re that requires KYC. KYC is you go on there, you're putting your name, your, your, your license, you know, all that authentication. And an exchange that does KYC, they report that back to the IRS. So that's like the legitimate avenue to take Bitcoin and turn it into a US dollar and then put it into your bank account. So at the end of each year, somebody like Coinbase, like I use Coinbase. So I'll take that's my That's what crypto, most people use. I'll take my crypto, I'll send it over to Coinbase and I'll sell it. Let's say I'm selling Bitcoin, whatever. I sell my Bitcoin, it then is it into USD and then I will cash it out. So then when I go at the end of the year to meet with my, uh, my tax advisors who do my taxes, I'll pull, pull what I pulled from Coinbase and they'll go, oh, because the way that Coinbase sees it the way, and the way that the government sees it is, okay, he went and bought Bitcoin that day and then he sold it that day. When in reality, I didn't. I transferred it. But there's no trail. Like Coinbase can't be like, I don't know where this came from, like because they don't know where it came from. And so anything that uh, is in wallets and stuff like that, they can't track that. They can't do anything with it. They don't even know about it. And so that's why for me, like I love having crypto because I can mine my crypto. I can put it in my wallets. And then there's a lot of places out there that I can buy physical things with my crypto. Mm -hmm. And I don't and ever pay tax on any of it. And I shouldn't have to. It is not crypto is a global currency. It is not a United States currency. And so it, that is what that is what they're trying to 
um, tax. They're trying to figure out how do you tax something that you can't control. They were having meetings. Like, they were having meetings about this like last year. I remember that. Yep. Uh, they they've been trying so hard, you know, to get yep. this taken out, and it's like now that you know they're coming at it even more aggressively, you know, and then uh, yes. Well, but also because you know when Bitcoin dropped, Ethereum, when I mean, everything crashed, pretty much. Like, yep. What does that do? Everyone goes and buys. You know, it, correct. It, you know, because everyone's expecting it to skyrocket again. So you know. What they thought hurt, and I remember reading reading this for somebody was what they thought hurt crypto. Actually, um, it actually you know went up even more, and you know so yeah. it's like people it, it was becoming even more because when 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 Bitcoin was sixty thousand dollars or whatever, yeah. pe people like me I can't go buy a Bitcoin, you know, and, you know a you whole Bitcoin. You buy fractions, yeah. Well, like like me, like you were talking about Coinbase. I, I, you know, every single every single week, you know, I, automatically out of my bank account, you know, a certain amount yep. of money go, goes in, you know, goes in and buys you some Bitcoin every week. You know, That's, it's it's it, called it's called dollar cost averaging, and it's a very smart move. Yeah, it's like you know, I don't even, I barely, you know, it's like I would blow that money on something else, and instead, of, you know, every week, you know, I it go, it just goes in there, and I don't even think about it. You know, yeah. and, but yeah, so, yep. but you know, when now that it's down, what's what's Bitcoin at right now? Uh, it's probably around 17 without checking i'd say yeah. it's right around 17 to 18. yeah so it, it's one of those things where right now it's still it's still pretty high but if you believe it's going to go back up you know you would you know it's not a bad idea to get into it and you know now not everybody has seventeen thousand dollars sitting around but you know a lot sure. more people have seventeen thousand dollars sitting around than they have sixty something thousand sitting around you know so if you want to yeah, go buy no, a whole one you could you know or yeah. fractions of it you know so it's it's become you know I know a lot of people that ever since it crashed, they went and got into it, and they're like, "I'm I'm gonna buy some now. It's probably gonna go back up." Yeah, you're probably right. It's, you know, I'm pretty sure it's probably gonna skyrocket again. Yeah, it's it's just the hard part is is that you have like I I I've listened to all of these hearings and like you have people that clearly are in positions of power to make decisions that don't understand it at all. Like, um, there's the example of of you know like it was brought up about like constantly. Bitcoin is constantly brought up as a or crypto or they call it a digital asset, which is all totally different things. You know, a digital asset is more something like an NFT versus yeah. crypto is definitely different. And um, constantly try to point to it as like being associated with terrorists and being associated with foreign money and all these types of things and wiring them and blah, blah, blah. And yet um, the thing is, is like everything on crypto is is recorded on a public ledger. Um, it, it's it's pretty much a, a set of books. If people aren't familiar, imagine a set of accounting books that can't ever be altered in every way, shape, or form, and that are perfectly accurate. And they can't be altered because if someone tries to alter them, everybody else, they're called nodes on that chain, look at it and go, eh, you're different. We don't agree with you. And they kick you off. It literally automatically does it. So it makes it not accurate. So it's that's why crypto is so valuable because of of that ability to hack or alter it is 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 not going to happen. And so you could track these things. The hard part is you can't track who owns that wallet unless you can gain knowledge to that. But the thing is, is like there's an audit trail for everything. Because somebody want to tell me uh, with everything? I mean, look what just came out the other week about uh, and all of a sudden it got brushed under the rug was uh, all the funds going over to Ukraine. Where are they going? Uh, I've Where been, are they going? Dude, I've been saying that the whole time of what number one. Track the money. Can you, you track yeah. the money? Nope. Yeah, you're, nope. you're you can't gonna, track you, a US dollar. You're gonna you get me started. <laughs> you're gonna get me started. You can't track at all. Uh, so that this is a great example of like these are things that are brushed under the rug and that and that uh the public's attention is pivoted. It's like all that money thrown over to Ukraine is just getting refunneled back over to the US. It is the yeah. biggest scheme ever. And it's like um but it's like that's a great example like uh where where is that congressional hearing on breaking down every dollar because with crypto you can see where every individual piece of crypto and and dollar is spent you can't see that with a u.s dollar you can't see that with bank transfers that the u.s government does or how they're quote sending all this money over that they're magically making up it's like you, you want to throw crypto under the rug but you can't you can't. I mean, are you going to tell me that that U.S. money is not funded terrorist? I mean, come on now. I was going to say, what terror? Uh, you know, you think terrorists don't have U.S. dollars? That's how I was going to say earlier. <laughs> like, it's just, it's insane. Well, well, you know, okay. For like you were saying that with the Ukraine, you know, it's so funny. We, yeah. we, 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 we did a podcast like the day after, like the whole like Russia invaded Ukraine, 
and then yep. like we were, you know, there's all these videos and all all this other stuff. Here we are now. When's the last time you saw a video from Ukraine? Uh, other uh, other than other than their military members doing a TikTok dance in the middle of a quote unquote war zone. And then and then, you, and, then and then like I want to know where the sign up board is for all these celebrities to go over there and meet with uh, uh, what's the what's the president's name over there. Zelensky. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like all you know. Here's an active war zone, but we're we're all gonna go over there for a photo op with the pre with with the president or prime minister, whatever he is. And I'm like, and then and then you're, you we we are continuing to send them billions of dollars, and yep. you know, no, we and, and we don't no, have we don't that way. We don't have. We don't know where it's going to. We don't know what what it's doing. And, you know, it's like you know, you sit there, and you li you listen to all this stuff, and it's like, uh, it, it's it's. You know, and people are like, oh, we need help. We need help them. Their allies, blah, 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 blah. Help them with what? I don't see anything we're helping them with. I don't, I don't, yeah. you know, where's all the videos and from the beginning when they were like, you know, Russian soldiers went through this town and killed all these people. And then, you know, what was, yeah. what was that missile that just hit somewhere else? And they were trying to blame it on Russia. But it was actually a Ukrainian missile, supposedly. Like they, yeah, they, they, they and they were trying to say, no, that was, that was them. But then the Russia came back and said, that was not ours, bro. <laughs> 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 yeah, like, you know, it's you know, but it's like, where is that money going? Like you were saying, it's basically going to them and being funneled back to us. Like it's like you guys are literally doing money laundering. Like that's literally what you guys are doing. You know, and, and there was already talks about that. Like okay, for yeah. example, for example, when Donald Trump was in there, you know, uh, when they when they tried setting him up for that phone call with Zelensky. When, oh, yeah, when, yeah, when, yeah, when and then that. and then oh, yeah. yeah and then when you yeah, see the transcript yeah when you it see was like the biggest thing in the world yeah yep. basically that you know Zelensky was uh you know baiting Trump into a question and then they tried you know he basically said you know I can't remember exactly how it's worded so don't quote me on it but basically Zelensky was like baiting Donald Trump into asking him a certain question and when like basically Donald Trump kind of asked the question they're like oh he's trying to ask another foreign leader for answers on this and that blah, blah, blah. he should be impeached. And I'm like, you guys remember this is the same guy that tried to set up our last president, right? And then supposedly his yep. Hunter Biden, who we weren't allowed to talk about, is on the yep. uh, board of directors or something like that of some oil company or something like that in Ukraine. He has business dealings in Ukraine. Hmm. It's funny uh, how the pieces all fall together. You know? Uh, yes. Yes, I agree. It is uh, It is like uh, something I saw the other day where it was like Nancy Pelosi's average salary, 150000 or 150, uh, yeah, 150,000 a year. She leaves making 52, walking away with being worth 52 million dollars. How does that math add up? Yeah, how does that? Well, yeah, you know, inside, <laughs> legal, legal insider trading. And yeah, that's just all lobbying and taking money for uh, things. Yeah, definitely, it definitely is. I think it's, I think it's interesting. The thing I saw today, um, I mean, we're just politics, politics, politics. But the thing I saw today was that 40 Democrats are trying to bar Trump from running again. So like we're gonna come up with this fake deal now. It's like wow, we're just pivoting on to the next thing. Like whatever we need to do, and it's like wow. Like wh when did this become a thing? When did we think that we could determine who could and could not run? Yeah. Uh, for president, and if we get enough of these people together, and it's like this is maddening. It's just cr it's crazy. Um, but I think it also comes down to the fact that everything's transpiring in the last like month because then as soon as january hits we now have different people in some of these seats oh yeah you know and, and speaking of, speaking of donald trump did you see him uh, and crypto and all this stuff did you see like last night he announced like he's coming like some <laughs> nft thing NFT? yeah sold I was, out. Sold out. did it really yep, yep. oh my uh, yeah, gosh sold out. it sold out like it sold out instantly see i still uh, i still instantly. to this day don't understand it was like three NFTs. million dollars in nfts that sold out in and in like no time at all and uh yeah I, it's i don't i don't i don't understand nfts yeah. are you into that i'm not i don't get involved in the nft side i have a lot of um uh platforms and, and nft holders that approach me to do content on or sponsorship partners and nfts and uh games uh relate like that intertwine crypto into earning it i don't get involved in either of those uh, I try to stay away from those. Um, NFTs are something that you can make a lot of money on, but also lose a lot of money on. I mean, that's with anything, but um, there There's is more so NFT with those. Yeah. So NFTs, uh, we're just all over the place today, but that's okay. That's, NFTs, that's fine. Okay. We have a lot to talk about. <laughs> NFTs uh, came out for the wrong thing. So like, Forget everything you know about NFTs because it's a joke as to what you've learned about it. And, and this is the best way. And believe it or not, it was Kevin O'Leary. Uh, I respect the guy regardless of all his drama with FPX. Uh, he has a good use case for this. Um, you're talking about, you're talking so about the guy from Shark Tank, right? 
Yes, correct. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Uh, entrepreneur investor. Um, he he the way that he explains NFTs, and I love the way he explains it because I wish it would have came out like this. Okay. Um, he's very big into watch collections and buying high-end watches when you have that kind of money, whatever, that's fine. So every time he wants to buy a watch, he has to pay to have it shipped to someone to authenticate it. And then it gets shipped back and then he buys it type of deal, but he wants that authentication to occur. An NFT, imagine that you, an NFT is kind of like a certificate Mm -hmm. of its authenticity that includes a picture of it with the serial number and everything. So um, when you go and buy that watch, so I'm gonna buy a watch from you, Glock, you could say, hey, um, I've already had it authenticated. Here's the NFT for proof of it. And then bam, you're good to go. Oh, great, thanks, Uh, uh, perfect, I'll take it. I don't need to get it authenticated. I have the NFT that corresponds with it with a serial number. Um, So there's like a real world case scenario for it. Uh, think of another example, and this is why, and this is going down the ro- a rabbit hole, but NFTs could be used for home mortgages. So you're buying, a, you could completely cut out the entire home mortgage or the entire buying process of a home. If it was like, hey, Glock, I'm, I'm going to buy your house. You're talking about selling it. You're going to sell it to me for 800000 Great. Okay, cool. Um, well, he, here's here's the NFT for proof of ownership of it. Okay, great. You'll transfer it from your crypto wallet to my crypto wallet. And a crypto wallet, some crypto wallets have NFT holdings in them, kind of like a bank account or like a a safety deposit box. And you could transfer it from one of us to the other. Awesome. And and we don't need to get anybody involved. And that NFT legal has like legal tender is what you'd say to it. Unfortunately, NFTs came out and it was like, this guy's going to uh, open up MS Paint and draw a monkey out of there, and then someone's going to pay $120,000 for uh, that, it. That's the way have... I see it. That's the way I see so, it. So, so that's the unfortunate part, is like NFTs came out in the wrong way. They started in this fake digital art industry. Uh, NFTs could be used in traditional art, which is a great way for authenticity and everything like that. So like NFTs have so much ability, but they've been hammered down because they literally came... They came out of the shoot with the wrong industry, and that's and that's that's why NFTs are so hard for people to get on board with. Because like I'm like I'm I've never bought an NFT. I won't buy an NFT. I have no interest in it. Um, when it comes down to digital art like that, but if it had to do with something like um like a a group that I'm I'm getting connected with a company I'm getting connected with, it's a mining farm. And now think of it this way. This is interesting. And this might be something you're interested in. It's a mining farm. Um, they're partnering with my brand and a few other brands to market it. But they own all of their mining hardware. Bitcoin miners, Kadena miners, everything. But Glock9 can go over under their website and you can buy an NFT. And the NFT is written to the blockchain and everything like that. Um, it's, it's a contract. And it gives you, for $300, you can buy 10 terahash of a Bitcoin miner. So what happens then is then you buy that and then uh, every year it is set to adjust up a tiny bit for the difficulty it's called. So like Bitcoin gets harder and harder to mine every year. There's more and more uh, difficulty because there's more miners on the network. Uh, But this NFT will adjust up by I think it's like two to three terahash every year to help compete. So for $300, you can get 10 terahash uh of a a uh a bitcoin miner and then um so what happens is then you buy that nft great and then you associate you get you you input on the website with the farm your bitcoin wallet and then every week you're getting a deposit into your account and then it's a four-year contract so you get that for 300 you get it for four years type of deal and at the end of those four years that nft dissolves or or, and you can kind of like a contract but it it kind of allows you to do that like there's like another use case where it's like oh that's kind of cool you know what i mean like there's so many use cases for it but they're just explained terribly yeah see you know see i I know we're all over the place but like i'm really enjoying this because like that is the first time i've ever actually heard a like i know people who have put a lot of money into nfts right and when i ask them about nfts they make no sense I, li- I literally hear them talk and I'm like, dude, what you're saying sounds dumb. Like, you know, like when I see like all I, you know, I think what you were saying when it came out, all I saw was these stupid monkey smoking cigar pictures and all this other stuff. Looking yep. at and I'm like, what? Yep. I'm like, what is this crap, dude? Like, yep. and they're like, well, it's art. I'm like, well, I can't hang it on a wall. Like, you know, I, I don't, yep. I don't get it. 
but that actually made a lot of sense so you know it's, it's yeah i'm i'm learning a lot so i hope everyone listening is learning <laughs> you know same, same thing with the ftxt yeah. i have not had the time to sit down and really understand like what is because you know how they do these reports and stuff on, on the news and they make everything yeah. like super over complicated and then also you don't understand like what the government actually has involved in all that so yeah, yeah it, it is, there's there's so much when it comes to all the, all those all those but i would like to see something come out about that with you know another drop of the twitter files hopefully uh you know yeah, I, I, it might yeah, be too too yeah. late i'm not sure yeah. um but they're also supposed to be releasing um they're sort of you know you know uh, they're supposed to be releasing what is it uh something about child sex trafficking in the twitter files Oh yeah, because it was all buried. Like uh, there was a ton of it going on, yes. um, and they were kind of like turning a blind eye to it, type of deal. Uh, what I want to see happen there on the Twitter file side. Now that we wrap back around to that, is the sheer factor of like what's going to be done now. Like all this information's coming out, and it's like, okay, does this mean we have to get a bunch of Republicans together to then have a hearing on this and put people on trial for it, or like what's going to occur? Yeah. Like, I agree, and, and I get, and I give kudos, <laughs> never do, but to a lot of these Democrats because literally this would already be on television and hearings would already be happening if they if things were flipped. So like Republicans drag their feet a lot sometimes on things, and I'm always like, oh, they're just waiting, or they're waiting, or they're waiting. But it's like, okay, when's it gonna happen? Like, like when are we gonna see this occur? Because to me. This is of huge value. Like people are talking about election corruption and influence. And, you know, um, I was explaining it to my mother-in-law the other day. Um, and uh, she was like, oh, so like they completely cater exactly everything we look at. I was like, I, so I said to her, I said, think about, she, doesn't, she, doesn't use, she doesn't use Twitter, but I was like, think of it like Facebook. She uses Facebook. You go on Facebook, think of it. Your entire experience is adjusted so that you see what they want you to see. And you're not seeing the entire timeline post of things that are coming out and it was like that's the issue is like people are using this platform not realizing that they're not being exposed to everything that they should be and that it's being adjusted in order for someone else's lens to be kind of pushed out that's why a lot of people get shocked when you go on like you watch like british tv or something like that and you see that like they, they don't they're not censored with language or whatever then like on the news sure. if you watch like yep. some of their news it's not like all of the uk either but it's like there's some news channels where like they don't censor anything like yeah. and, and then like they they say so much on there you would never hear on us news like you you never hear half the stuff that they say and then you know yeah. so, you know social media over there that you know as far as i'm aware they don't really complain about too much like different in the you know in the u.s they want this sensor they don't want that on there it's dangerous for this and that you know so it's, it's funny it's like oh well like in the u.s it's dangerous to have someone like andrew tate on on the platform he's a masculine uh male who believes in gender roles but let's go have drag queen story time with all the children you know oh but you know what i'm saying it's like who you know you're trying to decide what's good and what's bad for us to see but yet the stuff that you want to see actually seems like the worst stuff that we shouldn't be seeing, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, oh yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So it, yeah, it, it's the, the world's going crazy. <laughs> y'all, y'all need so bad. Y'all need Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Y'all, y'all, you don't need a little Jesus in your life. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> right, we're just over an hour in. Is there any other crazy topics we want to randomly talk about? Or are we good? <laughs> no. Anyway, Here's what I'm gonna say. Here's what I'm gonna say to your audience. All right. If there was one of these topics that you want us to talk more oh, about. Oh, we can, we can go into so many different things that we talked about tonight. Or if there's other topics that you think would be good for Glock and I to chat about, like tweet was it tweet at you or email you and let you know and I'm yeah. always I'm always I'm always interested and I always love talking politics or crypto whatever. So let me know. I'm always down to chat about it more. See, these are these are one of the these are one of those podcasts where like I I always say I always feel like uh like Joe Rogan's podcasts are way too long. Yeah, but yeah. but like if we actually weren't trying to finish in an hour like we always do, <laughs> we could have basically took an hour for each one of those subjects and talked about it in depth more. Yeah. 
you know but yep. it's uh, you know but you 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 and me are like you know we like to keep it to like an hour that's that's long enough for a podcast <laughs> yeah that's good. you know, you know yeah, so I got, I got things to do i got things to do yeah so 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 yeah no if anyone you know there's something that you want to hear more on yeah reach out to either at dads and gaming because it's a post on dads and gaming as well on twitter i think i think goldie's yeah. still running that right I've kind of, yeah, I've yeah. kind of abandoned the, the Instagram. I'm not gonna lie. I haven't been posting my own, my own Instagram that much recently. What's well, Instagram? I don't it, need Instagram. Yeah, I mean, until uh, uh, you've got shorts now, I don't need that. I hey. need TikTok. I don't need Instagram. Good. Until uh, until Elon buys Facebook and, and Instagram, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be on Twitter. Yeah, I, want, I want I don't I want him to buy YouTube and expose the algorithm. Oh right? God! So let's do it. All right. Uh, so yeah, so you you could you, you know if you're on Twitter, you can tag at Dads and Gaming. You can, you can find I have two Twitter. I have at Glock Nine. I have also at Glock Nine Show. Uh, get right. you know, and then we'll bring uh, or we can get Goldie involved too and do a Dads and Gaming episode, or we can do a dual episode again. Either way, we'll, we can we can get it done. So, Octane, cool. pleasure to talk to you again. Uh, you know, it says everything so much so up in the air. If I don't talk to you before Christmas. Have a Merry Christmas. You won't talk to me before Christmas. So that's like uh, next week. What are you talking I'm about? just saying. I, I, I might. Who knows? We never know. Because sometimes we can go weeks without, without, without. You know, or no, we will talk, but we won't get <laughs> dates get reset because we're so busy. So either that's way. That's right. That's right. Goldie was supposed to be here today. Yeah, so. he was supposed to be here, but he, you know, he's probably playing Overwatch right now. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, guys. For myself, Octane. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode.